Welcome to the Migraine Miracle Moment. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Turknett. I'm a neurologist, migraine specialist, migraine sufferer, and author of the book, The Migraine Miracle. In this podcast, you'll learn all about how to find your path to migraine freedom without pills. Let's get started. Howdy, Beast Slayers. Welcome to another episode of The Miracle Moment. This is another Ask Dr. T session where we read a question from either one of our recent clinic chats or one from our archive. So, Jenny, what is the question for today? So, the question for today is from our archives. And for those of you who want to find the issue in the archives, it's number 105. So, the question is Can using a book light to read in bed still be disruptive to circadian rhythms? I read a lot and often use a Kindle with a blue light blocker, but there are a lot of print books I'd like to read too. I haven't been able to find a book light that blocks blue light. That's a great question. So first, let's just uh, provide a little context to why someone might be concerned about reading with a light in bed. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the pri- or the primary cue that our brain uses to regulate our 24-hour day-night cycle is light, and in particular, sunlight. And what's most interesting about that is, uh, as you may know, sunlight consists of a spectrum, right, all the way from the whole, all the colors of the rainbow, from red to blue, and those, and, um, and so those represent opposite ends of the spectrum. And it's only light that's in the in the um, blue spectrum, so that those those wavelengths that uh, the brain uses to regulate the day-night cycle and. And specifically, we know that light in that range uh, suppresses melatonin secretion. So melatonin is a hormone secreted in the brain by the pineal gland, and it kind of helps to start the whole coordinated dance of sleep. So what uh, probably another thing to, to mention here is that we perceive sleep as kind of this on-off switch but it's actually this sequence of physiological events that occurs over you know an hour or so. and you know, all of those things kind of have to unfold for you to have, for you to kind of ease into a, a good night's sleep. Um, and so if you disrupt that sequence at all, you can ha- you'll have issues with sleep, either falling asleep, staying asleep and so forth. So, so what we want, you know, obviously our natural pattern is for us to get sunlight during the day. And then once it, go- once the sun goes down, um, you know, we don't want any more. Otherwise, you know, we'll get a signal that will disrupt melatonin secretion and, it's speculated that the reason it's only the blue light uh, is perhaps the fact that we were likely lighting fires um, after the sun went down, um, in, you know, in our in our natural habitat, and fire is red spectrum light, so fire doesn't doesn't disrupt it. So, if you are wanting to read in bed and you want a light, you know, what are your options uh, for for um, reading without disrupting uh, without disrupting sleep, without suppressing melatonin secretion? So things that we can do after the sun sets. Um, to minimize anything that would disrupt uh, sleep and light being the, the big thing there. So specifically with this particular issue, um, so as she talks about, the easiest thing to do is read with a device that filters out blue light. So, you know, that's been a, a, a set, an automatic setting now with um, smartphones. So, you know, a few years ago, um, Apple did that with their, their iOS automatically had mm-hmm. night mode. Um, and that's what night mode does is it, is it shifts everything to the red spectrum of light. Um, 
So if you have a, a you know a device that you're reading on that does that, that's great. Um, if you are wanting to read a book, what are your options? So you know just a regular book light uh, is going to be typically putting out blue spectrum. Um, so you want to avoid that if you could. Now, it's really not known, you know how significant that is with it. if it's a really small book light you know part of it does you know, is the amount that you're exposed to so you know a really big light source is going to have more of an effect than a really small but we're not haven't studied enough to know so it's conceivable that using even a small book light that's emitting blue light is going to be disruptive so one option would be to read with the amber glasses on we've talked about those before so um, amber glasses are, are, are just uh, glasses that you wear that filter out everything but the red spectrum light and uh, it's they're really helpful for people who uh, have insomnia. Um, it's been shown that they, if you wear them, uh, that you will end up uh, going to sleep about 45 minutes to an hour earlier than you would if you're not wearing them. So they have a major impact on sleep uh, because of that. You know, they're not uh, because you're not disrupting that um, melatonin secretion. And uh, so wearing those while you read would be one option. And then another option would be to um, read with a, with a lamp that has a red bulb in it. So there are, obviously you can buy different colored bulbs. You can also buy now bulbs where you can change the color mm -hmm. and you can control these with a smartphone. You can have it automated so that your, mm -hmm. so that your, you know, bedroom lights are blue spectrum during the day. And then they, once the sun sets, they go down to red spectrum. And then, so if you're reading with those on, you know, no problem. Uh, so that would be that would be another option. And you know what? Amazon actually yesterday, I believe, had a deal of the day where they had a pack of four of those smart bulbs that you could yeah. program. Yeah. So that'd I be something to look out for. I, I, I envision that um, it's not going to be that much longer till that's kind of an ordinary feature of our homes, mm -hmm. uh, which is great, which would get us, you know, that's one way of us getting back to a natural pattern. Uh, you know, light, light has had major uh, consequence. Indoor lighting has had major consequences on our health. And so, you know, certainly something to be mindful of. And while we're on the topic of the light, if you're using a computer or, you know, streaming some show from a computer, what's the app that you can install on your computer? Right. So um, you can install the app. It's called Flux, F L U X. Um, so you, I have it on my Mac and it will simply automatically, just like the, just like night, night mode on the smartphone, mm -hmm. it will right. automatically uh, dial down. Um, TVs are the, are, are the, probably the other big challenge here. Right. Um, and there, there's, you know, there have yet to catch up in this area. So there really aren't TVs that I'm aware of that, that block it out. Mm -hmm. So there probably the best option is, is reducing the brightness. Mm, okay. um, so that, cause that will matter too. Like I talked about the, the side, the amount of the source probably does matter. Mm -hmm. So reducing the brightness at night. Or so what if I just wanted to, um, go ahead and watch regular TV? Can I just pop a melatonin? So yeah, you might think that that would be helpful. Um, Melatonin has been studied quite a bit for sleep, taking exogenous melatonin. And the main place that it's been uh, helpful is in re-entraining sleep-wake cycles in someone where they've gotten way off. Um, so or, like in travel, across yeah, time zones. travel as well. Mm -hmm. And there it's typically taking it over a, a specific time-limited uh, frame. Mm -hmm. um, and it's that consistent introduction over time. So it's you know, sort of a one-time shot one night probably isn't going to do anything, mm -hmm. um, may even be counterproductive in some ways. And obviously, compared to the level of sophistication 
of what's happening inside the brain with the release where it's highly regulated and, and, you know, it's happening over a fixed amount of time with a certain amount of a certain dose, you know, comparing that to just popping a pill and having mm-hmm. it all rush in at one point in time. I mean, it's just not, it's just not the same. It's a, it's a poor substitute. Right. So okay. I wouldn't want people to think that that would, that it would be uh, equivalent. Right. Okay. And also it's important to remember too, that that is just one part of the sleep dance, right? So sleep right. is this highly choreographed sequence. Melatonin secretion is one of those things. There's likely a ton of other stuff, some of which we know, some of which we don't know, right? right? And it's all based on these various cues in our environment uh, as to when it happens so and, and when it occurs. So mm-hmm. melatonin is only just one piece of that story. Right. So before we wrap up, I just wanted to let folks know what the other topics were that we covered in this particular discussion. Again, if you are going to the archives, it's issue number 105. And the other questions during this discussion were, were um, is there any connection between migraines and shingles? Does being a migraine sufferer increase the re- risk of stroke or dementia? Can medications that cause rebound be taken for non-migraine conditions, which is a really huge question, mm-hmm. um, and which migraineurs should not take oral contraceptives? So some big topics covered in those in that discussion. Yeah, great. Yeah, we get um, great questions in mm-hmm. the in the chatter. We have these are all people who have uh, been through the Beast Slayer Training Academy, you know, and uh, so have a pretty sophisticated understanding of, yes. of these issues. And so we get a lot of a lot of great questions that have really helped to evolve our own thinking over the years, and you know, shape the plan as That's right. as time goes on. So we appreciate all of our members and their great questions and their participation in the chatter. Um, Absolutely. If you uh, like this podcast, uh, don't forget to subscribe to it. And if you want to uh, see the list of all of the questions that we've answered in prior clinic chat discussions, you can go to mymigraineiracle.com and click on the resources tab and then you'll find the section on the chatter there. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Now it's time to go out and slay the beast. Mm-hmm.